Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1989 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people and pets overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments by following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at kingbio.com or find select products in your local health food, Ingalls, CVS, and Walgreens stores. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at King Bio. Bio.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to the Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution. The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Welcome, everyone. It's time for another chapter. Actually, it, it truly is another chapter in the book this time, isn't it, Dr. King? You betcha. Relationships. You know, we we're talking about. Uh, last week, relationships with nature mm-hmm. as one of the essentials of the eight essentials in the Healing Revolution book. But the next is relationships, the, perhaps the most important uh, of all of the essentials is relationships with people. Have anyone ever been challenged with a relationship with another person? Randy, I, maybe you haven't. I have. Uh, <laughs> it's ha- it's everywhere. I it, mean, that is the challenge, isn't it? It really is. It's a great challenge. You know, it's something we need people for our own ability to thrive and and survive. You know, I was just thinking of the movie. Uh, what was it? With the UPS guy in the plane. Or was it the FedEx guy? That's it. The FedEx guy. Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. And what was the name of the movie? Oh, you got me. Yeah. Well, I remember Wilson. Yes, Wilson. <laughs> okay. Yes. I mean, that was his people person, right? That's that, right. That was his connection. Wilson kept his sanity to the best it could be <laughs> under those conditions. And I think it's a great example of what the value of relationships really are. Are for us, and we have a tendency, especially in the Western world, you know, to minimize relationships. We're all, you know, independents here. We're we're self-centered. We're, you know, we jump in our SUV and we go into our automated garage door and batten down the hatches and draw up the drawbridge and <laughs> bat, you know, and and go in front of our man uh, cave or in our man cave in front of the TV. And, and you know, that is kind of a lot of what's going on in this world today. And what is it? You were isolating ourselves and becoming an isolist, if you will, not an isist. Maybe there is a connection. It could be. <laughs> You're right. Okay. But an isolist versus a holist. You know, we're all about becoming whole in the healing revolution. It's not about isolism. Isolism will lead to a lot of problems, and we have some major statistics, you know, to share about that. You know, isolism leads to a lot of problems. And, you know, we know so much. We might know a lot of people by name, but how many people do we really know by heart? Yeah, how many friends, you may have a bunch of friends on Facebook, but how much interaction do you have with those people? Yeah, how much real interaction? When we look at the blue zones, as they're called today, where people are living long and prospering and happy and joyful, fulfilling lives, and it seems to be with longevity is also greater happiness, Greater socialization, more intimate socialization is taking place. And and so we have that deep interconnection that we, we definitely want to uh, really cultivate. We need to proactively actually cultivate for us to be able to uh, really truly uh, thrive and, and, and as well as survive in the 21st century. You know, so we need relationships. Our theme in business is that it takes a team to fulfill the dream. And so it really is about, you know, creating and finding people that do want to grow it together, people that have, you know, and put 
their best foot forward, you know, and 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 so we want to, uh, you know, sick relationships, you know, can lead to, uh, you know, sick bodies and sick minds. It really does. There's a deep interconnection. There was a study done on 309,000 people, and it discovered something very interesting, that the lack of strong relationships increased the risk of premature death uh, from any cause by a whopping 50%. My, you made 50, my mouth fly open there. 50%. Amazing. And in another study found that dementia to be the lowest in people 75 and over who had strong relationships. That's astounding. Okay. Um, compared to married people, mortality rates are 50% higher in unmarried women. How about that? That's just unmarried women. The mortality rates are fifty percent higher uh, in women. But ready for this? Two hundred and fifty percent higher in unmarried men that between the ages of forty-five and sixty-five. So, with between that age bracket, okay, you know, death is two hundred and fifty percent higher in men that are unmarried. Between 45 and 65 years of age. Yes. I fall right in that. <laughs> and I understand that. I thought, I saw that stat. Yeah. I thought, I'm going to show this to Randy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Get yourself married, boy. You ever want to hear that out there? All those eligible women that are looking for a jolly and wonderful, good-natured, good-hearted, uh, kind. Uh, and, and Oh, I love it. How about that? Keep it going, Doc. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to live longer. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. Yeah. What's your phone number? <laughs> but you're right. I mean, I understand exactly where that where that that figure is going and how it goes there. I mean, mm-hmm. you you're right. You close the garage door, draw the drapes, draw up the drawbridge, and sit down in front of your 65 inch big screen television, and that's the evening. Is that the size of your television? Okay, well, ladies, you heard that out there. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of boat do you have? <laughs> but you're so right in in, uh, in your analogy, and, and I understand that figure in that age bracket between 45 and 65. Wow, that's that's incredible. Mm-hmm. And and also another study showed that happily married people are healthier and much better off financially. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you're giving me motivation here. <laughs> uh, so uh, when I saw those, I thought, my, my, my. I, okay, I've got to share this with Randy and all you eligible young, uh, women out there. So, uh, you know, the you know, so relationships with people we find of all the essentials, and they're all. You know, eight essentials are important, and they are essential. But this one, the relationships, are probably one of the most that there, along with engaging the power of the human spirit, that has potential. That and relationships have perhaps the most dramatic and complex effect on our entire being. So let, let's, you know, we want, so we really want to dig into this here in this show and, um, and, and share, you know, th- how important relationships are. Uh, so we're going to talk about, uh, here's one for you. Uh, you know, we all need relationships. We, we all see the world, if you would, through our own lenses, it's like we are looking at the world like we look at a mountain from our angle. But we need other people, and I've found this to be very important in my life, to help me see the world more so, more accurately from the other angles. You can look at that mountain from the eastern face and recognize it, but you can go around and look at it from the southern face, and all of a sudden, that's not the same mountain. 
Right. It is totally looks totally different there. And 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 so we need to understand that where we see for things from, and and you know we friends can help us see things from other angles, help see the world more so as it is. We have a saying that we see the world more so as we are than as it is. Because we see it through our own lenses. We all have our own lenses in a sense. And that is a paradigm of what has created us, how we see something. You know, we had a, an old example that you can remember that's uh, very different. You know, in, let's say one uh, mother watched her uh Oh, well, let's say one daughter, one child saw her sibling, a close sibling, be eaten by an alligator. And when you bring up alligator with that girl, all of a sudden, you know, it creates great fear and trembling. Where if you bring up somebody that used to have a little pet alligator and it was cute and nice, you know, for or whatever. And, uh, you know, you bring up alligator and it's uh, n there's no reaction, no response really, except warm. Oh, that's cool. And and it's all about our background, our experiences, our traumas, you know, our positive uh, experiences, our negative experiences all create a paradigm that how we see the world. And so we, when, as we're dealing with this, I remember myself seeing this perfect business deal coming up and uh, looked at it from every logical way I could. And it was all positive. The numbers were great. Everything looked great. Uh, you know, we should buy this company. And uh, then, you know, or invest in this business deal. And my wife, though, said, oh, I don't think it's a good deal. I went, okay, I, that's, uh, why? And she says, I don't know. I just have a gut feeling that it's not a good deal. And I said, but you got to give me something why. Can you give me some logic? Well, no. All I have is a gut feeling. Emotion. Yeah, it was a, you know, and, you know, we've talked about this gut feeling before yeah. about, you know, that we have over a hundred, uh, I'm trying to remember, it was, I think it's a hundred million neurons. Can you believe that? In our gut. Now, neurons are what we have in our brain. These are, uh, these neurons have memory, they can think. You know, they create a certain type of logic that is in our gut. It is surrounded in our gut. Why? And because that's where our gut instinct comes from. And my wife has a great gut instinct. I always said her instincts a lot more than mine. Anyway, that was a joke. <laughs> took me a minute. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for catching that. Uh, and Did y'all hear that? Y'all need to hit yeah. rewind on that. A <laughs> hundred million neurons. That's what it is. Not a hundred thousand. A hundred million neurons in our gut that think. And I didn't give her the credit on this her instinct. <laughs> so, uh, and this is called the enteric nervous system. It's a second brain within us. Very vital. If we want to develop our intuition, if we want to develop our, our highest senses, we need to all go with that and, and learn and exercise our gut instinct. Because I didn't listen to my wife that day. Yeah. Suspense is killing me, Doc. Okay. I've got to know here. <laughs> and uh, and I and I, I went in on this deal, and the deal ended up going sour. Okay, over time, and you know, and she never said I told you so. You know, yeah. she but yeah. but I learned something, and I learned to value 
uh, my wife in a greater way. I valued her in many ways, but I learned to value her that when she, when her gut speaks, <laughs> okay, I listen, and uh, because it is valuable, it is real, and I couldn't grasp my reality around a gut instinct without any logic at them all at that time okay. in my life. Yeah, I since then I've learned not only to listen to her gut instinct, but I learned to develop my own gut instinct as well. You know, and realized how important that is. It's not just the pizza from the night before. <laughs> okay. And you know, that so that feeling is something that is very important for us all to tune into. And, and and to tap into other people is the principle here, too. You know, I have an inner circle of people that I've learned to listen to, that I've developed a quality relationship, a tr- deeper trust to be able to go to and say, hey, how about this thing here? How about that thing? How, you know, and get some insights beyond just myself and realize the value of relationships, the value of what I call healthy relationships, that we're all for each other. We're here for our own, you know, for not just ourselves, but we're here as a team. We care, we love, we cherish, we respect one another to such a level that we develop this inner relationship that is so valuable that I run by strategic business ideas, problems I might be dealing with, uh, you know, any type of insight, future insight, you know, to make certain we are navigating in the right direction in various aspects of our lives. That is what, you know, relationships, that's what healthy relationships are all about. And we're going to talk today about relationships of all kind, from our marriage, if we have one, to our family, to children, to how about our work relationship and how important that is where we spend the majority more hours in work than we do with our own families. My, my, my. Uh, you know, waking hours and, uh, and the value of, uh, you know, close, how to develop more close friendships or fellowships and, and, and how important these are, how to discover what is a toxic relationship, what is a healing relationship, how to turn a toxic relationship into a healing relationship, and how to eliminate a toxic relationship if you can't turn that thing around. Don't want to let it drag you down. You know, f- you know we want the higher, pos- more positive people you hang out with, the higher and more positive you will go in life. Valuable healing relationships. Dr. King, it's uh, my favorite chapter in the book, The Eight Essentials. It's about relationships. That's the topic of the show today. Resolutions for relationships with people. Don't tarry. Come right back and join us after the break because this is valuable information on The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Dr. King's Carolina Bison. Bison meat has about half the calories of beef, less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Pax Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all Fresh Market locations. 
This is The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution, Asheville's Progressive Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. And the topic today, to me, is is very important. It's called Resolutions for Relationships with People. Carry on, Doc, and tell us about these relationships. They're so important. They are. They are. And hopefully we'll all be able to find new ways to value, you know, relationships, uh, you know, from this. This is the spark. This is the beginning of, of the rest of our journey and the rest of our lives. And relationships will help. It will, it will be key in directing our journey. You know, I used to, as a child, or you know, I was in a uh, part of high school at one time where, I was hanging out with the bad boys. I think okay. we've all been there. And I became part of the bad boys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, being in a rough school, I thought, well, that's the best way to go, you know, for protection, right? <laughs> but, you know, I started hanging out with the bad boys. And, you know, I, and I went to bust to a very tough inner city school. And in that process, though... I found myself going and, and feeling bad at the end of the day about, you know, from, you know, I've been picked on and, in, you know, and, you know, my lunch money taken from me more days than not, <laughs> you know, uh, and a lot of fights uh, that I lost. <laughs> it's not what we call fighting the good fight, you know, but uh, sometimes you just got to fight, you know, in uh, you know, so I started hanging out with the bad boys, the bad gang, and I started smoking cool cigarettes. Can you imagine? Remember those cool menthol. cigarettes? Yes, they yeah. were menthols. Very lethal. I don't know. Are they still around? I think so. Uh, and so, you know, and got a tattoo, <laughs> you know, so it was, you know, and I started, you know, picking a few fights myself, and I never picked a fight before. I had to finish a fight before, but I had did never picked one, and I started feeling really bad in my gut again. Here's this gut thing: I started feeling really bad about picking fights, and um, you know, not because you know I won them, but I didn't lose them. But the issue was, I felt bad for being a, a bully An myself, aggressor, yeah. And that's what, how that relationship with the bad boys really rubbed off on me and it started finding me doing things that was against my nature and I started so I had I made it had to make a change and it's kind of tough sometimes to pull you know pull out of a gang you know a, a bad boy gang and I had some backlashes I had to deal with but it was worth it because I felt so much better about myself doing good helping kids, helping a, pro a problem, seeing a kid being picked on, and then going over and helping that kid. You know, I remember uh, just one point where there was a fight on this crippled kid, and uh, we had to, he was in, uh, I'm just, he had some kind of maybe polio or something, and this was in the 60s, um, or some kind of muscular dystrophy, or uh, I'm not sure. Uh, and he's had those metal crutches where they just came out with the metal ones, you know, and the wooden ones. Yeah. Okay. And but he had he still had to carry his books under his arm in a way with that, and it was and a bunch of kids got around him and started kicking his crutches out from underneath him and dropped pulled his books out of his arm, and he's trying to he he really couldn't pick up the books and. I just, something went off in me, and I went in there myself alone against probably, I was trying to remember, there's four or five of them, you know, more of the bullies, bigger kids, tougher kids, and I just went nuts. And I started plowing into them, and, and to the point they all scattered <laughs> after hitting about three or four of them, you know, and, yeah. uh, and, you know, they realized they didn't want to fight with me. Four against one, you think they would have just taken care of me in a hurry. But I was so intense, so so enraged that I scared the snot out of them kids and uh, and helped that kid uh, to his feet and got his books and some missing papers that blew in the wind. And 
you know, it felt so good. I found that's the real me. Wow. You know, and I took a couple shots in that fight and I had a nostril breathing, bleeding and, you know, but it was so worth it, you know, and, and, and that changed my life right there. And it was, that was a relationship choice. And I think the choices we make for relationships is very important. It could have been easy for anybody just to kind of turn their back and walk away or go tell the principal and by then it's over with, you know. But to me, to take that action was a changing point in my life. It probably led me to eventually down the road where the spark went off about natural healing and and, and developing lifestyle and what that means. And so this is a a whole thing that we do have times in our lives where we have to take and make choices about relationships. Do we hang out with that group of people at work that complain all the time? All of a sudden, that complaining or the gossip circle, it's easy to get into the, even for a lot of good people to get into the gossip circles. And gossip is just as, Mean and ugly as bullies. Well, when you think it. about it, yeah, you know, it, it, it seems so innocent. Oh, we're just kind of curious and what lend an ear to this, you know. But it really is one of those subtle things that's just as mean as bullies beating up other kids. You know, so uh, those are things that would, choices. These are the kind of choices we need to make many times on how, where do we are going to cultivate healing, healthy, uh, life giving relationships, and where do we cultivate, uh, you know, toxic relationships. And so, you know, just some thoughts for us to think about, um, you know, it's easy. We talked about earlier about, you know, trying to be just a lone ranger and we've been hurt by relationships and many times we want to back out of relationships. So I was doing a good thing for that club, that group, and, and someone said something that hurt my feelings and I got offended and now I don't want to go back to it anymore. And one of the things I want to encourage everyone is don't let offenses cause you to back up, but learn to press forward and be stronger in life, be more uh, confident in ourselves so that we can, you know, one of the things I learned is not to be get offended, really work hard at not getting offended because offenses causes us to many times fall short of our potential and not face things. And so that can lead us to very positive directions in life. And, and so many people started in a good group that does good things and got hurt, their hurt feelings by somebody and backed out. And, you know, so we want to be bigger. I always say in relationships, we want to be tough skinned. Remember this one, Randy? Uh, tender hearted, tender hearted, you know, Great tough stuff. skin where, you know, we don't let that stuff bother us. We're bigger than it. And we're tender hearted where we eat quick to forgive and forget about certain things, you know, uh, but we also want to be open minded, but not so open that we lose it. <laughs> OK, <laughs> and we want to be pure spirited. And I think those are all keys to great relationships. This is such good stuff, Dr. King. You can get more information at drkings.com. You can even listen to this podcast and others. Dr. King, uh, one of the best pieces of advice that, that has come along from you to me and stuck with me is is keeping your love meter full. Mm-hmm. And that, I, I've, I've thought of that. A million times since you told me, and I totally understand the premise and keeping your love meter full. Yes, it's a it's a proactive thing, you know. You not only our love meter, but how about our joy meter? Where's it at? How are we just getting off on just the joy of life? I'm high on life. If people said uh, hi, I said yes, I am <laughs> high on life, and uh, it's true he is. Yeah, and you know it's about uh, you know, and it's a choice. We want to live the high life. We want to live a great life. There's so much good, so much there, and we sometimes the the norms is complaining, negative, 
you know. And I found I'm not going to listen to that kind of crap anymore. Matter of fact, I'm going to say, you know, people that are that way, I'm going to try to encourage them to turn around in a positive way. Uh, but if they can't, I don't, I don't, I can't stand to hang around negative people. I can't, you know, I have to maybe even make a comment sometimes throughout that negativity. I said, you know, that just doesn't work for me. You know, why drain, why bring, you know, that just brings me down. You know, do you feel down? <laughs> you know, and I just sometimes talk to people, try to, in a nice way, not to put them down, but, you know, to, uh, yeah, but I, if I can't, if they can't, they can't turn that conversation to a, you know and onto the positive and onto the, you know the goods they focus on and build, then that's not the kind of relationship in people I'm going to hang out with, you know, and I'll make choices and I make quick choices about attitude because we say one thing: attitude will determine your. Altitude. Well said. You've heard that somewhere before, <laughs> and so. Um, you know, we're not going to be Lone Rangers either. You know, we're finding positive people to hang out with because even the Lone Ranger had Tano. That's right. <laughs> right. They were tight, man. Yeah, they were awesome. And, uh, you know, Kimosabi. <laughs> and uh, so healthy relationships create increased endorphins. And endorphins are very important, aren't they? They're the feel good hormone that could be from doing good. And uh, nothing like negativity to suck it down and shut down your your endorphins. So we uh, had something too. You know, every the goals in your life are many times to do we. You know, we want to be a millionaire. We want to. We have these financial goals, and that's about as far as our goals go. And but I always say I want to be a lifeonaire. How about that? You know, I want to, instead of a millionaire, I want to be a life in there. Ah, now that's somebody that's full. They got an abundance of life in them. That's something that the quality of our life will determine the quality of our health. So as we increase, it's like a rheostat, those little circular knobs that were, we turn it and the light gets brighter and brighter and brighter or to go the other way and it goes dimmer, dimmer, dimmer. So which way do we want to go? The more we crank up the light, the more that light takes away the darkness, right? And that's the same is true within us. The more we crank up the light in that our inner rheostat, Okay, more we dispel the darkness that could be within us. Those negative things, that little, psst, hey, you really think that stuff is, you know, why don't you just go home and watch TV? You know, why don't you, you know, forget this? You know, and there's that little guy perhaps on somebody's shoulder out there that's whispering, you know, why don't you go to the bar and just let's get a few drinks, you know? And, you know, instead of, hey, let's go and, and do some positive thing. And, and so, you know, not to say, you know, going to a, with a group, a social group to have a, few, a couple of drinks is not a bad thing. I'm not trying to say that, but to making this a habit to sit at the bar by yourself or sit around a bunch with a bunch of negative people complaining about life as a bitch, you know, uh, Ooh, you know, and it'll turn into that. It will. It can very easily just, you know, think and those choices we make are so important. You know, we can change our life by the books we read and the friends we make. Right. Yeah. Who said that? Is that Dale Carnegie? No, I don't think it was. His was. How to win friends and influence people. Yes, yeah, we talked I, about I that. Mixed up, yeah. But now this was um, uh, who did Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Mark Finn? Twain. I think it might have been Mark a Mark Twain, Twain quote. Oh, by the way, Mark Twain, hero. Well, great guy. And so we're going to be lifeinaires, or how about endorphinaires? <laughs> <laughs> you like to be called you endorphinaire, you? <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, I think that's you, uh. I think that's a is that a compliment? <laughs> uh, yeah, would you say? Would you call me boy? And uh, I called you an endorphinaire <laughs> because you are so uplifting. You know, you got uh, endorphins cooking in you. I want to be an endorphinaire. And so I want to be a life and heir, you know, you know, so the best and worst things in life 
come from the same place. What it is? Relationships. The best and, and the, the worst, worst things that happen in your life come from the same place. You're so right when you stop and think about it. It comes from relationships. And, uh, well, you know, it could be a, a great, happy, wonderful marriage that we've cultivated and worked on and developed and took to higher and higher places. Or is it uh, a life-destroying relationships? You know, oh, why did I marry that person? <laughs> you know, what, what did I do? <laughs> so, you know... You know, it's about you know. So the best or the and the worst things that happen to us in life have the one thing in common: relationships. And so we want to think about talk those toxic relationships and that can make us sick. You know, toxic relationships have been shown. Bad relationships have been shown to relate directly to depression in people, and over time, cognitive decline and. Oh, it does increase something, too. It increases mortality. <laughs> and so people, you will die sooner. You will live sicker you know, with a bad re- in a bad relationship if you don't fix it or you know, have to change it. I always say try everything you can to fix it. You'll learn a lot about yourself because great relationships start with finding a, 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 a super wonderful person. No. Great relationships begin in with you. You got it. You know, Randy over there is pointing to himself. It's true. And uh, you know, great relationships begin in you. Like you said earlier, we see our things through our life through our own lenses. And if we're negative on the inside, we're going to see negative in life. If we're positive, we create more and more positivity in certain areas in our lives, we'll see positivity in those areas. And as we create it in new areas in our lives, positivity, we'll see more positivity in those areas. You know, it begins with us. It begins with you. It begins inside you. And so, you know, if you want a great relationship, if you want a great friend, we always say, be a great friend. That's how you're going to get a good friend. And so, you know, if you're not going to be a good friend, you're not going to find a good friend. It's going to be tough. Makes perfect sense. So healthy relationships actually increase happiness. We know, you know, obviously it increases uh, our quality of life. It increases our quality of health and it increases our prosperity and it increases our longevity. So we want to really take time to build and cultivate healthy, good, complete, well-rounded, and growing relationships. No relationship's ever going to be perfect, but it's how you work those relationships, how you communicate in those relationships, how you develop the relationship factor within yourself and cultivate that then with others is really what creates powerful life giving relationships. And that is so vital. That's probably one of the most single, most important things you can do is cultivate that positive relationship factors, personally grow. As we personally grow and personally mature, okay, we can have relationships that do that. And relationships will help bring out these things in us. You know, I had a, a friend of mine who actually started a church. He all had this, he had this great spiritual idea and had, had this ideal, idealism. And he says, uh, church was great until I got a lot of people in it. <laughs> you know, now it's a real pain. I, I mean, yeah, I got all more problems than I can handle. You know, and it's like, but relationships will challenge us too. If we take those challenging aspects of relationship, my wife of twenty five years, and we have worked. We are, we are we're for each other, right? Right. And but we bring out things in each other that sometimes can be stressing, but it's your attitude about it, you know, and bring out something about uh, each other that we can either choose to get offended and, and upset about, or we can choose to say, or grow and grow in that and say, you know what? Yeah, I think you're right. 
you know, uh, and you know about that issue and all and 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 learn and thanks for bringing that out because good long term relationships will go deeper within us. We get to see the deeper person. We get to see the things that aren't just the superficial stuff that you find in the first year of a relationship. There's so much more layers. Like ogres have layers too. You remember right. that, right? It was Shrek, Shrek uh, yeah. good old Shrek, and and he grew, didn't he, Absolutely. in his relationship with Fino, fin, I can't remember. Finoa, fin, help me with that name, people. I can't people. remember that. Finoa, the, you know, and and they grew together, and they developed together, and they had children together, and you know, and and so he went from a you know an isolist. To a holist, and it was a great journey. Yeah, yeah, with challenges, Absolutely. and they faced those yeah. challenges, and that's what you get when you face your challenges. So I want to encourage everyone to face those challenges in life. Uh, great, I said, great relationships begin with yourself, and that, and you know, that's why I'm writing this book now called Leap: Life Empowerment Action. Plan, L-E-A-P. And the LEAP book is all about writing a life plan and how to grow and mature and develop. And we have like all my key relationships. I have life accounts. I have an account with my wife, Susie, that we nurture and care for. And I make sure how I'm building. And in my life empowerment action plan, I have strategies, and this is what's going to be in the book too, about how we grow our key relationships in life. You know, I have a life account for each of my children and how we grow those relationships and nurture those relationships, you know, until they become adults. Okay, so uh, we have, I have relationships with key people in work. I have a work relationship and I have key people that I develop relationships with where we become functional in life. And so, you know, these are all very important, what I call life accounts. And we'll have, there's all these keys and goals and uh, that you set, you know, to really build and make sure we are nurturing and developing powerful, healing, rewarding, fulfilling relationships. It's the next in the series of resolutions for the new year. This one is called Resolutions for Relationships with People. The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. We'll be right back. Dr. King's Natural Pet Homeopathic Medicines offers simple, safe, and smart relief for various dog and cat ailments. Giving pets medicine is often challenging, but tricks and treats and traps are no longer necessary. Dr. King's Natural Pet solves the problem with taste-free, pure, water-based medicines. Simply pour a half-measuring teaspoon into your pet's water bowl once a day. Your pet will drink the appropriate amount of medicine for its size. Simple. As a plus, homeopathic medicines have no recorded negative side effects. They're safe. Visit kingbio.com for Dr. King's full line of healing pet products. It's very smart. This is The Healing Revolution on 880 The Revolution, Asheville's progressive talk. DrKings.com, D-R-K-I-N-G-S.com is where you can get more information about all of the resolutions that have been passed along since the beginning of the year. And today's uh, no exception. And I really like this one, Dr. King, Resolutions for Relationships with People. Yes, it is one of the essentials of our lives that determine the outcome of our lives, determine the fulfillment that we get out of our lives. You know, it's uh, it is so important. I never seen anyone on deathbed said, "Ah, I spent too much time developing relationships." <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's it's ninety nine percent of the time it's the opposite. You know, you know, maybe some uh, sorrow about not 
developing relationships uh, where they should. Uh, I've read that responses from the hospice workers, mm-hmm. and the one big question that's asked a lot in that time is, did I love, did I love mm-hmm. in my lifetime? Mm-hmm. That's what it comes Into down the major, to. your love meter. How about that one? Yeah. You know, in that love meter, uh, we're not just talking here sex, okay, but we're talking about, you know, how much did love did we give in life? You know, how much did we are we able to receive in life? Love like joy, like peace, like all the qualities, what we call the creative forces of life, are measurable, and there and we cultivate them. You know, it's not just it happens to us, but love is like any of the like joy and peace are all things that we can cultivate, that we can create in our that's where our creative person and we create everything on the outside of our bodies. But how much are we creating on the inside in our uh, we have a in our uh, business, we have what we call the King Bio Way which is all about developing personal development, about developing high-performing culture, company culture. And we have these 30 life principles to live by, you know, that help really increase the efficiency and the effectiveness of our work. And, and it, it really is to help us grow personally as well as professionally. And so it really is uh, something we value very highly and we encourage. And each week we go over one of the 30 principles for 30 weeks, the principle each week that we help promote and think about and really help culture and create uh, in ourselves, in each of us. All the managers go over it with each meeting. And we, you know, really are developing a, a really you know, high-performing culture. And it's a culture where you grow on the inside. We grow in our relationships. We're growing to create greater things, uh, both personally and professionally. So something I very, we, we take very seriously, you know, I have a part of my book called, uh, you know, Take This Job and Love It. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's part of the relationship chapter and about learn to love your work, you know, and gosh, you get so much more. There's a whole attitude out there about work, and it's like 90% of the population do not like their jobs. They're miserable in their jobs, and most of it is self-induced. You know, so it's all about creating a more powerful job, you know, relationship. Even if you have a bad relationship in your job, do your best with a spirit of excellence. And that will lead you either to help change the the company culture to a better, higher way, or it will help grow you to a point where you find a fit in life that is much better for you. And so we want to encourage people, they spend the majority of their waking hours more time at work than you do with your own family. Make it special. That's where you find so much of your purpose should be found in work. And you will grow and develop yourself to go to a higher and a higher place. And that's and with the quality of work ethic and development and gifts that you generate in your work opportunity. You can stay the same and and just go through the drudgery of work day in, day out kind of drudge. But you or you can start growing, start developing, develop your skills. Those things that you develop in like our 30 principles in the King Bio way for their company culture, develop skills that you carry with you the rest of your life. You know, that you carry with you qualities, you develop qualities and, and learn. And that's all about developing. And it's really centered a lot around relationships. Work is a great place to learn how to create healthy, functional relationships. And it's those kind of relationships that create more success. The more success that you can create at your work, the more return you will get. You increase your value as an employee. And when you increase your value, you increase your paycheck. 
And so simple as yeah, that. Yeah, you know, it keeps the horse in front of the cart here. You know, <laughs> it might not always smell so good, but it works so much better. It does. And so. Uh, we want to really encourage people to find that purpose, to grow personally, to develop themselves, you know, develop and increase their maturity. You know, we're all in that process together. None of us will ever fully arrive. Just so many good things we have to grow into. We also have this thing in our book called the DISC profile that you can take, and it's a D-I-S-C, and it helps understand your personality type. And with that, and you can learn about other people's personality types and learn how to communicate with them better and understand how to communicate with different personality types because your style of communication is not always the same. It will not work the same with other people. When you understand the four basic personality types, well, then that person's not a certain whole. Uh, that person is you know, just different this way, and it helps understand that difference. And then you can create and hone in an increased quality communication that works. All of a sudden, you can turn what seems to be a toxic relationship into a healing relationship. If I may, Dr. King, I, I have interacted and continue to interact with several people in your company, and I have experienced this very very same attitude that you're talking about that you've taught in your company. Your people are very positive and very effective and very very good people to work with, i oh. got to say. Well, thank you for that and noticing it and uh, sharing it. I appreciate it. You know, and it's it doesn't come passively. It's a proactive thing, and and uh, it's an ongoing and growing thing. Uh, and another one I just want to finish with is how about our furry four-legged friends? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, i got two of them out there in the car probably peeking in here through the window right yes. now. I see their ears perfectly. Working up right from out the window here, and I think I think they might know I'm talking about them. Of course, yeah. And uh, so, you know, they're fr they're just good things to have. We find that pets create healing in people, and you know, we've seen this from re from retirement homes to uh, you know all ages and and quality you know of life. You know that you know. A pet relationship is a good relationship, and how and that's maybe times how we create some positive relationships. If we treated people with the same quality that we treat our pets, <laughs> you know, you know, we could, uh, you know, maybe good lessons in life. Okay, so uh, that's a good closer. Okay, right there, don't I, I don't want to sound negative with that, but uh, no, at all, it's but true. but we you know anything to help some people, encourage them to think more positive in all their relationships because, you know, I take the premise everybody has a good center in them somewhere. If they can't see it on the outside yet, you can continue to dig to find it. You know, and, you know, so I really keep a positive, uh, ever, never into positive, but sometimes you have to walk away from relationships. And if that's the case, then, uh, you know, brush it off. And move on, chapter. learn, and take that knowledge with you to create the next relationship even better. This has been a great show. Dr. King on The Healing Revolution and our topic today, Resolutions for Relationships with People. Get the podcast at drkings.com. And thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a tireless passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to kingbio.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best. So take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting kingbio.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter and join the healing revolution. A revolution never sends you an omen. A revolution just arrived like the morning. Bring the alarm, we come to wake up the snoring.